Hey, what's going on? This is Ryan, and welcome to the Walk Through the Wilderness podcast, episode three. Today on the show, I have Cody Kaufman, the Poetry Piper. Cody has one of my favorite podcasts. I'm not just saying that because he's a good friend. Cody's podcast really encapsulates the idea of slowing down. And he does that through talking about all things faith, theology, beauty, poetry, and tobacco pipe smoking. And how do all those things encompass health as well? Well, we talk about that on the show, as well as some incredible stories from Cody that bring so much encouragement, especially if you're walking through a wilderness right now. So I don't want to hold back any longer. Take a breath, relax, and enjoy the show. All right, everybody, thanks for joining the Walk Through the Wilderness podcast. I am so pumped to be sitting with my good friend, amazing husband, father, man of faith, and poet, although he doesn't want to want me to say that, but he is a poet and conveyor and capturer, collector of all things beautiful, and a tobacco pipe connoisseur my good friend cody kaufman the poetry piper what's up cody hey man thanks uh yeah thanks for uh, thanks for having me on man i i appreciate it and and i certainly don't don't deserve that intro and yeah you're not you're not supposed to call me a poet uh you write some poems you write some poems you're a poet man you called me one so. you called me one on yours and i was like uh no that is true speaking of that speaking of that actually since you brought it up first mm. uh you know i am a little bit i'm a little bit uh, perturbed at you oh. because you know you uh you know i had you when i started a podcast i had you on first mm. with me yeah you know yeah. and yeah. then you start one and uh you know your first guest uh well it wasn't me i mean it obviously wasn't me it was <laughs> your wife so uh yeah so do you do you do you do you love your wife more than me that's that's really what i think we sh- the people want to know and the people want to know that well you know it's um i vowed to her that not only would i love her all my days but i would also have her on the first episode of my podcast so it's kind of like was, when we got married yeah, it, yeah i tagged her on at the end just in case you know if i started a podcast in the future i'd be like hey just I vow that you'll be the first guest on the episode. So that's kind of uh, so it's like a it's almost a legal thing, you know. So yeah, no, it, it's it's fine. I understand if you're okay. legally, legally bound. I'll, I'll, spiritually, I'll at least, I'm spiritually uh, yeah. bound. Yeah, I got you. I'll excuse it. I will excuse it. Uh, thanks, man. Well, thanks for your grace. Starting off, um, <laughs> it sets a good tone. But yeah, you know, sure. speaking, you know, when I think of. You brought my wife up. When I think of Holly, I think of beauty. And so since we'll segue right into that. I love it. Um, yeah, that's a great segue. Thank you. Score me some points maybe. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, I, when I think of you, man, I, I truly am so grateful for your friendship because I've never seen someone that truly is a capture of beauty and, and almost like a, a guide. You know, you have such a good podcast. Um the Poetry Piper podcast, you know, all things tobacco pipes and poetry and, and faith. And there's so many good, man, just even your solo ones. They're just such a good pause for the week to really think and breathe. And um, it just, it, it's really, 
it's not only encouraged me to, you know, talk as well because of the things that you you're just so good at getting us to think about and ponder on but your just your content your words and your wisdom it's 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 truly incredible and it's really allowed me to sit in a place where i need to slow down i need to slow down and really look at look at all of what's around me and, and take it all in and so what you're so good at it what why do we need to look for beauty what does it do to us why is it even in us and why should we take a minute, you know, to just stop and look around? Well, yeah, I mean, I think it's a it's a good question. It's a question that, um, you know, I think we should probably all at some point wrestle with and contemplate, you know, what what's the point? Uh, and maybe we'll talk about this a little bit more with kind of being still and noticing the things around us. But mm-hmm. but what's the you know, what's the point of really appreciating uh, the beauty that's around us? Um, and I think the, you know, the main kind of the starting of that conversation, or at least if we're going to define beauty, um, it's that we understand that, uh, that God created beauty and it's certainly, um, his creation, what he's created, everything around us, um, comes from a God who is beautiful and creates that which is beautiful. And even us ourselves created in the image of God. Uh, we believe that we we are to reflect uh, the beauty of God. So I think within us um, there is a longing for beauty. We suppress it at times mm-hmm. with with you know busyness and uh, whatever. Um, but certainly within us, deep down inside, and, and maybe more to the surface, uh, and, and and others it is a, is a longing and desire for that which is beautiful, and uh, to 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 stop and to notice it. Um, I think it does, it's an intentional thing. Like we do have to stop and notice beauty mm. around us. So I mean, that might be getting into a, a different question, but, but why should we, well, we should because we were created to. Mm. Um, and I think that's probably the main, the main answer I would give is that we're, we're, we're created to seek God and to, to glorify him and enjoy him. And we do that. Um, by worshiping him in the beauty that he's created. So that's kind of a not practical answer at first, I think, but that's probably a good place to start. That's a hard, I think that's a hard question too, but so where does, where does poetry fit into that? Well, uh, you know, I, I think others, that's also a difficult question. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I had you on for the difficult ones. Deep, diving deep. Well, it, it's a good question. It's just, it's probably not one that I can answer super simply but what i can say is that i think you know in that regard poetry is um if god you know uses words to create the beauty that i you know that i just we just talked about right so god used words to create he spoke and all of the beauty that is um in an instant was um and he used words to do that so Mm. words are obviously something that's very important to god um if you look you know throughout the the written word the bible the word that he gave us um you know more than a third of it is is poetry it's it's written poetically it's it's in you know um some form of rhyme or meter it's 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 poetry so that form of of communicating to his creation poetry 
uh, is important to him. So that in and of itself is something that makes poetry uh, worthy to at least consider, you know, because mm-hmm. it's obviously important to God in some ways. Uh, so it should be, it should at least be worth um, worth taking a look at for us. Um, that's good. So practically, yeah, that's it. But but why though? You know, why is poetry important for for us humans? You know, what what, what does it do for us? And and I think it, it is taking God's word, the words that He's given us, not necessarily the the Bible itself, but just the words that God is, um, you know, has created. It's the purest and most beautiful form of those words. Um, mm. So, so you know, for a poet to to write, you know, you know, a poem, let's say, um, he has to sit down. He or she, sorry, he has he or she has to sit down and be very intentional about the words that um, that are used, the, the images that they want to create, um, and they generally write about you know, things that they see, things that they notice, things that ha- are happening around them, the seasons changing, all those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all, you know, those are all reflections of God uh, and his creation. So in that way, you know, the poet is really, uh, whether or not they are intending to or not, are really worshiping God in the very form, in its purest sense that that God has created. So um and i think that's why poetry is so captivating it's so emotional it it can conjure up images and emotions that that no other art form can Mm. for that reason i think because because it is um it's the purest form of worship that we have because it's, it's using the very creation in that sense so almost like a poet is is kind of a sub creator i think is what uh, Jeremy Johnston uh, has said at one point that that kind of it's kind of makes us sub creators or, or kind of lesser than creators in a sense because mm-hmm. we're we're using the very tools that God used and we're creating not necessarily f- something from nothing but we're creating um, emotion and imagery and and all these things that uh, it's so impactful and it's why poetry gets at people's hearts and it opens up people's souls and Mm. uh, like, like nothing else can. Um, Yeah, no, that's good, man. That's good. And and it's just like, like you talk about imagery. That's what I love about poetry. If we're talking a little bit more on surface level is just the fact that like, you know, it takes you a while to get into a good book that to like take you away, but like a good one page or less I mean, four sometimes a four-line poem can mm-hmm. really bring about so much like imagery and emotion, yeah. and you're like, holy cow, why am I crying? What what just happened? <laughs> that was four lines, like. But yeah. but that's what's so great about poetry, and the reason why I wanted you to come talk is because we, golly, it's like what we talked about before is our world is nuts and so fast paced and everything is expedited. And it's just like, Holy cow, we're, we're killing ourselves being busy just for the sake of it. And like downloading literally into our brains, just garbage all the time. And, and at such a fast pace, we need an advocate for slowing down. That's right. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I couldn't. I, did I, I didn't mean to cut you off there. If no, you had an extra thought there. <laughs> no, I was, I was gonna mumble something else out, but I, I mean, I, no, go ahead, mumble, mumble. No, <laughs> well, I mean, I, I was trying to articulate more because when I'm with you, I want to, I just want to speak so well, you know. So <laughs> I want to speak so well, and and I want to use good words, but I, I take a pause for a second that if you haven't gone to listen to the poetry piper podcast with cody i mean wait till we're done but go (laughs) go listen to him like from the beginning because i mean season one brought about so much thought and beauty and relaxation honestly of just the ambiance of your podcast that it just really it was profound in a way that i have realized how much i do need to slow down i mean and it's there's there's nothing else doing that for me and yeah you know meditation is so popular and mindfulness now but it's so empty to me without focusing or meditating on something and so you choosing poetry as the vehicle for that or you know like you said a third of the bible's written in poetry the bible i mean if you want like a love poem that is incredible, the Song of Solomon is mm-hmm. like a good, like if you think Christians are watered down and boring, go read the Song of Solomon and tell me <laughs> what it's like to love your wife. And that's true. I mean, God gets pretty, yeah, you know, pretty, uh, pretty hardcore in that yeah, in, in that one. But um, it's pretty real. It's it, pretty real. It's poetry, and it's it's how we were created. And so God put it in us too, but. I want to ask you, you know, if I'm like, if I'm, if I'm just starting out, I don't, and I know you talked about this with your, your dad, you had your dad on the podcast, which is a cool, another super good one. Yeah, um, yeah that was good. He, he's fantastic. He yeah. is. Golly, well, I had know, no idea. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you and you and your listeners, and, and I'm sure at some point I'll talk about this on my podcast, but um, when he started going uh, when he started going through all these poets and kind of talking about the history of them, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, talking about some works that they've, they've done that are important to him. And honestly, I, I probably like, like many, uh, people who know my dad and who listened to that podcast as well. Like, I felt like I was in the same boat as them <laughs> when I'm, when I'm thinking like, I didn't know that he knew all this <laughs> poetry. <laughs> I was like, all right go ahead, man, do your thing. That's good. I mean, that's crazy because I was listening to it. I was like, well, no, I mean, I'm not taking away your individuality here, but I was like, no way. Like, no wonder why Cody is so like, I mean, his dad is rattling off like poetic history. And it's just all these, it's just like, Oh my gosh, what the heck? What's going on? I think, yeah, I think he, uh, no, he's like poetry for, for a long time. And obviously, kind of even through osmosis, not even practice, not even like, uh, explicitly, that's probably how I, you know, and, and mostly my, I'm, okay, let me back up. Certainly my, my, my dad has influenced me in that regard, but primarily I would say my wife, um, mm. Amanda, uh, has, has been just really the driving force behind me, you know, really like grasping poetry and like desiring to, not just read it, but like, um, I don't want to say use it because that's not right, but, but like embrace it and, and, um, kind of like, I don't know, bathe in it. <laughs> that's mm, yeah, weird, no, but, not weird. Uh, but 
that's probably the best thing I can imagery. Yeah, like, if we're yeah, talking yeah, about poetry. You got to use a good word like bathe in it. You know? Yeah, it's poetic. Yeah, um, you know because you know when she started homeschooling our kids, and and you can <laughs> you can edit this out if you don't want to, but no, it might be good. I don't it's know. going in. <laughs> um, when she started homeschooling our kids, um, you know, in, in many ways, you know, both of our I don't want to say education, but our the desire to to read more was was redeemed in a sense because she was certainly reading more, mm. um, just to to kind of relearn some of the things that she was going over with them, and then the the style in which we educate, um, she educates, um, and I guess I'm a small part of it, but she educates our kids is you know living books, so they read. You know, they read and they they get outside and they learn things, you know, in a very, you know, real, tangible, you know, hands on kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so in doing that, uh, we, we read we've read a lot more as yeah. a result of that. So another reason why God blessed us with kids or why we I feel like it kids are such a blessing is because it has pushed us in a lot of different areas. One of those being um we were kind of redeeming our love for reading and um, which, you know, she trickles down to me in terms of, you know, reading good, you know, old books and old literature and poetry and all of those things. So I think, you know, it, it started with, you know, our, the education of our kids mm-hmm. and, and then the trickled to her, the trickled to me. And yeah. So um, that's kind of, you know, I know that's uh, a little bit of a, back backtracking but that's really how i developed my uh, my love for poetry is really through my wife through my kids really so um they're they're they should have all the credit for it um well i mean you got the whole family is in on it you know addition to your dad there but um you're so you are bathed in poetry yeah quite yeah, I try. almost literally well you know okay so if i'm talking about health you know and how does health relate all this is because mm-hmm. you know we're talking about slowing down yeah and there's just so many aspects of health that require a person to slow down and so many benefits mm-hmm. come from i mean slowing like this is the i promise this is relevant but like chewing your food is a part of slowing down enjoying the eating experience and it's healthy for you it allows for more digestive enzymes to come in all Mm -hmm. that stuff and get the job done slowing down movements while you're working out if you're doing strength training is going to make you stronger i mean more time more time under tension means bigger muscle damage means bigger muscles so slowing down is built into us and it does so many good things and your i mean essentially yours and Amanda's like testimony is about to me from the outside slowing down. I mean, mm-hmm. I'd love for you to share just a short version of your story um, and, and how you got to where you live because you live on a farm. Yeah. <laughs> and you did not, yeah. you did not. I mean, when I first knew you, you did not live on a farm. <laughs> no, 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 we didn't. Or I would assume uh, that Cody Kaufman would. <laughs> no, he didn't. Um, but you know, I, I, I will get back to maybe get back to uh, the health thing. Um, you know, I, I did want to. I, I want to give my history, and I will. Um, 
But I do want to tell tell you that, you know, with, with regards to the health thing as well, because you brought it up and I know that health is something that's important to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that I kind of very briefly talked about when it relates to like pipe smoking in mm-hmm. health. Yeah. And one of my, one of my episodes, um, it, you know, I, ta- um, it was basically the, the research that I did for that, for that episode. And that one turned Got- me around. Like, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're going to share it because that episode turned me because I, you know, I, I was like, I feel not good smoking. And then I, <laughs> I learned you don't inhale, you don't inhale, you don't, you don't inhale. But, but the, the reason I researched the, the, the slowing down and health and like really the health benefits of slowing down. And, um, one of the things that, that I came across, and again, I'm not a doctor, you, you, you being a, a health uh, health person, and you know, certainly not more, much more knowledgeable than I can speak on this. And, and to, to, if you wanted to jump in to your listeners, because I do think this is important that that you know that when we're in that when we're in that stress, stressed state, when we're always moving, we're always busy, and our cortisol levels are higher. One of the functions of that hormone specifically is uh, the suppression of our immune system, mm. and so when when we're constantly going, when we're constantly stressed, and constantly putting ourselves in this this fight or flight kind of state, where our cortisol levels are elevated, the the response, our body's response, is a suppressed immune system. So, just from a health standpoint, um, slowing down. Uh, de-stressing ourselves is actually good for our immune system. So uh, on a very practical health standpoint, whether it's poetry or whether it's sitting out smoking a pipe or whether it's, you know, just reading, you know, built into creation is the, is the, the necessity to rest. And God certainly didn't need to rest on the seventh day after he made creation, but mm-hmm. he knew that he, he knows and knew that we need to, um, and he's engineered our bodies in such a way that we need those times of Sabbath. We need those times to stop, to, to breathe, to de-stress, because he's he's engineered our immune systems and the function of our bodies to, to all um, be in this very specific rhythm um, that requires us to stop. So this this uh, the whole the whole mindset of you know grinding it out and working you know you know eighty hour weeks and not stopping. Like some people can do that. They, they physically have the, the capabilities to do that, but it's really not good for us. You know, it's not. It's, yeah. it's not good for our immune systems. It's not good for our mental health. Um, so, you know, I didn't mean to get off on a tangent there, but you brought up health, and I, and I, I remembered all of that stuff that I had been researching. No, I'm glad um, you did. Yeah, so I, I think it's important I think from a health standpoint. Yeah. Uh, I- and po- poetry does that and a lot of other things, so yeah. Absolutely. And that, yeah, and that's what I want to get to. I'm glad you nailed that home because yes, like poetry, pipe smoking, like it's, it's all about taking time because mm-hmm. those things require time. So I'm, I'm glad that you did <laughs> go off on a yeah. tangent. <laughs> that was really helpful. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry about that. Sorry about no, that. No, you're good. Um, uh, yeah, so I think our story on how we got uh, to where we are, which is, um, you know, we are in uh, Central Texas on a small, I say small, uh, 
comparatively to the land around us, it's small. We're on 12 acres or so. Oh, that's pretty good size. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's good size for us. Um, we have, uh, you know, we've got two pigs now, uh, which Ryan, you haven't seen my pigs. I have not. To come out, you need to come out and see my pigs. We have two pigs. We have <laughs> about, we have about 20 chickens, some ducks, which we just bought some, some more ducks. Um, yeah. So we got a little, just a little farm. Um, but yeah, I mean, we were living um, down, you know, in the Houston area. Um, I was working a you know job in the city, doing you know what I do now, basically, which is totally not important and, and boring, <laughs> but it's it's a job. <laughs> um, but you know, we just we just had a longing to to do that which we have been talking about, which is slow down, mm-hmm. simplify our lives. Um, you know, and just enjoy living, you know, we, we were in that grind of, you know, whatever of city life and traffic and this Mm -hmm. and that, you know, going here and there. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking down on, you know, anyone who lives in the city or has a busy, I'm not talking down on, I'm just saying that it wasn't for us. And that's not what we wanted for raising our kids. You know, we just, we wanted something different. Um, you know, so we had the opportunity to come out here and to, to get some land. And, um, and in doing that, you, you know, you're the whole, you know, one of the concepts of, of your, you know, your podcast here, uh, you know, walking through the wilderness, moving up here to this, um, to this area, mm-hmm. um, was really a wilderness for us. And that yeah. was probably the biggest wilderness that we've walked through. Uh, in our in our married life, in terms of a lot of different things that happened when we came up here, mm-hmm. um, most importantly, or probably primarily, were the two main things: is that my my wife had some significant uh, health issues that she was dealing with mm. um, right when we we moved up here, uh, autoimmune stuff, just a lot of uh, a lot of you know unanswered questions in terms of health and. Mm-hmm. Um, that were just, you know, how those, you know, you've gone through, uh, I know you shared last, last week, I think on your podcast about, you know, some anxiety and things you've had. So you yeah. understand, mm-hmm. yeah, you understand, uh, what it's like to go through health, health problems without even like specific answers. It's different if you, you know, you have, you know, cancer or something yeah. and there's the diagnosis, but if you're just struggling with things that are, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Oh, like for not, sure. You can't find an answer. It's weird symptoms. That, yeah. And a lot of it's created by your head. I mean, for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And, and, and there's a lot of other, you know, kind of side health issues that oh, happen as a result sure. of all, certainly a lot of problems. So, yes. So she was going, uh, going through that. Um, and, and then, coupled with the fact that when we moved, when we moved up here, we, you know, we, we left behind family and friends yeah. and we moved here to a small town where we know no, nobody. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had kind of a, probably about, I would say a solid six or seven years where we were very lonely, uh, very alone. A very, it was a season for us of, of wilderness in that sense, because oh, we yeah. felt, we felt like we were walking alone that wow. we were, um, that we were, uh, you know, that God was being very silent in our lives. He was not, he was not giving us people with which we could share life with. He was not giving us, um, ministry opportunities. The church that we were at was was small and kind of elderly and and, and in some senses kind of decaying and dying. Mm. Uh, 
uh, very few, if any, friends, and uh, coupled with Amanda struggling with with health things, um, it just felt like we'd made a mistake for a long time, wow. or at least at least that we felt like you know what what is what is going on here? Like, why are we? Why is this happening to us? Or why are we? You know, going through this? And I think now, you know feeling like we're on the other side of, of this wilderness that we've walked through in some senses. And I, and I'm inevitably there will be ones ahead, I'm sure. Mm. But, um, looking back at that, uh, I think that was a season of, and we, we do a lot of gardening. So I'll give you a garden analogy. I think that was a season for us of, of, of soil that just needed to sit and to, to rest and to, uh, kind of be rejuvenated in a sense yeah. like we we needed that that time just to be because in those in the those six years when we were searching and kind of lonely um, those were the times that we really started you know educating our kids mm. uh, we started we started reading a lot more uh, poetry became a part of our lives much more uh, certainly you know reading books and just really kind of uh, learning the word again because I felt like had kind of neglected it. Mm. Um, so really getting into the word and reading. So I think that was a time for us of, of kind of amending of soil, I guess, yeah. uh, so that we could be ready for the growth that, that God was preparing for us. And I think we can look back now and see that that was what was happening because mm. now, you know, uh, my wife has a, has a homeschool co-op that she started and there's, uh, 13 families wow. and like, almost 40 kids oh my gosh uh, <laughs> Holy cow. yeah um you know and the, the, our church is growing we've got you know young families now uh, several really solid great young families that have come mm. um and then you know opportunities for me i felt like i would never have been able to do podcast or to, to do anything yeah. <laughs> creatively if i didn't have that time to, to sit to learn to absorb to, wow. um so yeah, I think that was our wilderness. Um, uh, but I, I do think I can look back on it now, and I know it's different for everybody. And some people certainly who are in the midst of wilderness yeah. or you know things in their lives uh, almost can get offended at times mm. by by people saying you know that it was a good thing because I know certainly when people who have recently lost somebody yeah. or mm-hmm. can say, can say how can this be good? This is not good, and I think. Uh, certainly, in our times, when we went through some of those things, we would we would have said those same those same things. This this certainly cannot be good. Yeah. But you know, the <laughs> I guess the hope is is that God is working all things together for good. Right. And there is light uh, in the woods somewhere. Like there is a light somewhere. And if you continue, if we all continue. Uh, to just have faith that God is working these things to good and that we do walk towards the light. Um, we will come out on the other side and I think we'll then look back and, and know what God is doing or what God was doing and, and what he is doing. Um, so maybe just, I know that was a long ramble, but no, that's uh, so an, good. <laughs> yeah. So as an encouragement to, to anybody who might be listening, who is walking through a wilderness, like, one, I know, I know you said this on your last podcast as well, like you're not alone. There are people like Ryan who will walk through this with you. There are people um, in your own life, uh, hopefully, who will walk through it with you. But but ultimately, there is Christ who 
has walked through with you um and he will he will be there um to see you through this so um man i just hope that can give somebody some hope oh you uh, give me some hope holy cow no i was gonna say that's so encouraging man because i like hearing your story and i mean even the stuff with with your wife amanda and um just going up to y'all's place was still one of our family's like favorite Saturdays. Like mm. it, it y'all to try to paint you a picture. I mean, it's, it's incredibly, I mean, it's central Texas. So, and I think we, we came up summertime ish. It was really hot. And so everything is dead. And so the, like you're, you're I would love to paint you a beautiful picture scenery wise um driving up there and it is pretty i mean if you if you if you know you you look for that but the beauty of their their place just radiates so much peace and i mean it's beautiful rolling hills and they have just a little garden that i mean was dying at the time and they're still like i'm trying to paint a picture and it's sounding awful but i'm trying to also contrast these things because it's i mean your home you have made it you walk into this I mean, y'all live in what would you call it it's a steel building yeah it's a it's a metal building it was a shop that that we kind of uh well we, we converted it into our house so yeah we live in it's beautiful on the inside on the outside it, it looks like a like a metal building. i'm doing a horrible job at creating this but i am trying to what i'm trying to say is it was the most beautiful place that we have been because of how they have lived there and just how you do your lives and you walk into your I mean, your metal building, and it's a beautiful home. Holy cow. You walk, It's just the most inviting place that, I, that we've ever been. And, uh, I mean, we, we want to – I mean, we just we want to be around you all the time and in your home because you truly feel what you've created and what you've talked about is that just the, the peace and the stillness is in your home, and it's, it's beautiful. But what's so encouraging is what you talk about that i mean six to seven years like people i mean that can sound discouraging that's a long time but the what the fruit that came through that that gardening of the soil like you're talking about the breaking down it it is beautiful beautiful fruit that Mm -hmm. i mean is very tangible um yeah it's just it's incredible it's incredible story so um man thank you i don't even want to talk anymore because I just, I'm serious. That was just such a gift. And I, I hope, you know, that you're listening. If you are going through a wilderness of your own, just be so encouraged because and that's a hard thing, you know, where like Paul talks about rejoice in your suffering, but I don't, I mean, yeah, as a human being, you're like, well, this really, I mean, this really sucks. The situation I'm in, how am I rejoicing? And it's because you have no idea what, what God has on the other side of it. And that's what, that's what I'm so like our, our joy is in that hope and, and in the faith uh-huh. of things. And that's just why the wilderness just really speaks to me because of everybody has one. And if, if people can understand that concept of like, Hey, it is not a dark season. It is a wilderness, which is, it can be adventurous if you can perceive it that way and have hope that, yeah, God's going to take you through it and he may be silent for a long time, but 
when he starts speaking again, you have no idea what, what's going to come out from it. It's going to be incredible. And so have hope, have faith and be encouraged by Cody's story because y'all, I I wish everybody could come visit your home. And honestly, I'm going to, I'm going to Holly and I, we, I mean, we have this dream of opening up this shop. I don't even, we don't, we can't even define it. Her and I have different opinions of it, but ultimately it's, we, we talk about capturing what your home was like. Like we, uh, we want a place that just feels so like literally calling it like a friend's place in a sense, because it just felt, I want people to feel that because it's just yeah. love and peace and beauty. And Amanda baked the most wonderful sourdough bread. <laughs> if you ever catch her on a good time, she'll run a class and you can go learn how to That's bake right. wonderful, right. wonderful breads. It was amazing. And just butter and the most amazing jam. I was just like, where, where am I? This is wonderful. <laughs> you made a lovely coffee. It was, just, it was the best time I've ever had. And we did nothing except sit and talk. And it was amazing. Yeah. No, that's, uh, that, well, that, you know, that's just what we do here. Cause that's probably something else I should say. We, if we when, you know, when we're talking about slowing down and kind of thinking about, um, you know, thinking about, you know, decluttering or kind of pushing out the noise in your life. I don't, I don't own a TV and maybe that's something mm. that people might, might find surprising. <laughs> But I don't, uh, yeah, we don't, we don't own a TV. So, um, so I think that helps t- too. You know, how long, how long have y'all been without a TV? Uh, it's probably been like maybe close to five years. Really? I think it's something like that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a little less than five years, but, wow. uh, yeah, probably less than actually, no, it's been less than that. I'm lying. It's probably been about three years. That's so. still a long time. Good for y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, and, and, and I think the other thing too is that, you know, you don't have to have, uh, you know, you don't have to have, uh, three, you know, 12 acres and, you know, pigs and yeah. all this to, to, you know, to notice the beauty right. uh, in things. You know, I think that that's sometimes we get, uh, we get confused or certainly we take for granted the fact that we, I can walk out my back door and have acreages, acreages of woods I can walk through and species of birds and plants mm-hmm. and all those things to, to kind of admire and, mm-hmm. and enjoy, enjoy, but um, you know, another episode, I don't want to keep uh, plugging my podcast episodes, but <laughs> no, another, another episode we, I had, uh, was with the Elliot's, uh, Stuart mm, Shea Elliot. Yeah. Uh, this was a, probably been about six weeks ago now, seven weeks ago. Um, but, but Stuart, one of the things he does is he teaches a, a poetry class. And one of the things he does with, with his students, he, he, he mentioned on, on the show, is he has them kind of reach into their pocket, his students, <laughs> their younger kids reach into their pockets and just pull out random, you know, whatever's in their pocket, even if it's a lint, uh, you know, a penny, whatever. <laughs> and if you don't have anything in your pockets, grab something uh, that's laying around and try with all of your, all of your heart and soul and mind and strength to, to write something poetic about that. So if it's a piece of lint in your pocket, notice what it looks like, the shape, the color, the texture, mm-hmm. uh, and try to write something or think about or articulate something beautiful, poetic about it. And, you know, when we talked originally at the beginning about, you know, the, the reasons why we should, you know, appreciate beauty, I think practically, uh, you know, to appreciate beauty. I think it is a, it is a practiced skill. Like it is something we have to learn and teach ourselves how mm-hmm. to do, how to appreciate beauty. And I think that's one thing, the one way in which we can do it 
not necessarily turning your pockets out and, and trying to write a poem about pocket lint, but <laughs> that's that's kind of a an interesting you know picture of what it means to sit down at a dinner table in front of you know whatever bacon and eggs and pancakes and stop for a second and notice what's in front of you mm-hmm. you know look at the syrup you know uh, cascading off of the pancake and the bacon sitting there with its little crispy bits that you know are just going to be so fantastic <laughs> and you know you think about those things and yeah. in that moment you can appreciate the beauty of this this simple you know pancake uh b- bacon um <laughs> dinner which we have pancakes for dinner a lot nice. so I love, love breakfast for dinner yeah, it's the best. Um, but you know, then you know, then you and naturally, then you you then you go and you you go back and you 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 worship and you glorify God for blessing you with this wonderful meal, and mm. that can that can only happen if you stop and you notice it and you look at it instead of sitting down and scarfing it down and going about your day. Yeah, wow. whether it's whether it's pre- you know whether it's breakfast for dinner or whether it's whatever stopping and notice look at your cup of coffee in the morning and notice how the you know little bubbles of milk if you like cream in your coffee or whatever like notice those simple things uh, you know and and think about them and then start and then you begin to train yourself to notice these kind of subtle beauties that are all around us all the time wow no that's a that is a stinking good exercise like you know because it, it's and that probably sounds so foreign to most people to take time and really study the simple things in front of you. Mm-hmm. Um, but holy cow, what an appreciation you'll have if you're able to do that. And I mean, certainly for me, that's great advice because I am so, I almost feel like I told you this, like I feel anxious being still, mm-hmm. um, you know, I have to keep moving and it takes practice and, um, you know, there's a reason why God says, you know, be still <laughs> and know that yeah. I'm God, because how can you ever know he's there if you're constantly go, 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 go? How can he speak to you unless you're still? Um, That's right. No, holy, exactly. holy moly. What? I don't like you can't you can't even talk anymore because you've already given <laughs> way too much to think about and to, to like really do <laughs> like it's so much to do to not do like i, yeah, I need right. to hurry up and slow down like right now yeah that you need to well you know i uh uh i don't know how much how much uh how much more how much longer you want to go but i do have uh along the lines of because i do want to read a poem um yeah I was, gonna, if, yeah I was gonna ask you man okay <laughs> <laughs> well i was gonna i have i have a poem um it's not my own. This is a Yates. Poem. Oh, that's uh, great. that's okay. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love no, to hear a Cody original, which was what I was going to ask. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't think I have a, even oh. a, an, an original. Well, actually, I don't know. I'm going to read this Yates poem, and then, and then uh, because it, it goes along with what I was just, what I was just talking sure. about. Sure, and uh, maybe, um, maybe I can sneak an original into the show notes, and uh, yeah, maybe, or, or you'll have to give me a, or, or you'll on your podcast, you might have to just say it's for me, and and a little snippet. There you go. Well, I've actually got, I've got one. I've been, I've been working on. It, it, anyway, it, it's on, it's a story for another day, sure. probably. But I'll let you get to your Yates, though. <laughs> No, but yeah, no, this, uh, this is, um, 
you know, Yates, uh, with, with regards to, he has a, he has a, a poem called he tells of the perfect beauty. Mm. And this is really him. Uh, obviously I don't, I'm not in the mind of Yates. So I'm just reading the poem and kind of assuming what he's thinking about. Yeah. But my guess is that, um, there was a time in which Yates was, was admiring his, his wife. Mm. Um, and just, just, sitting and looking and noticing subtle things about her and and he formed this poem around it and um you'll, you'll notice as, as you read it there's there's these you know very subtle like things that otherwise would be like what's he talking about yeah like he makes reference to her eyelids and these kind of things and it's like wow like he's really taking the time to notice the beauty of his of his wife mm-hmm. and um it's it's a it's a it's a cool not cool. It's a beautiful poem, but it reminds me to stop and, and to admire my wife more, uh, yeah. certainly. And and now having having this poem um, in my life and in my heart, uh, I, I definitely, um, definitely, when I notice her at times, a few of the, the metaphors or things mm. that he, he makes reference to are, are are definitely in my mind. So anyway, well, yeah. Uh, without this is, further yeah, ado, this is, please. Yeah, this is, uh, this is, he tells of the perfect beauty. O cloud, pale eyelids, dream dimmed eyes, the poets laboring all their days to build a perfect beauty in rhyme are overthrown by a woman's gaze and by the unlaboring brood of the skies. And therefore my heart will bow when dew is dropping sleep until God burn time before the unlaboring stars and you, you know, and it just, mm. it's just such a, uh, it's just simple, you know, it's what eight lines, but it makes me want to go hug Holly. Like right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. And it's just, I, I constantly, and that's a perfect metaphor. And I think I even, I might even you know, posted this on Instagram actually when I was reading it one day saying like, this is my wife. Like mm, yeah. I've all, I've often, you know, kind of noticed her just sitting in our chair, looking out the window, kind of admiring the garden and thought, Oh, cloud pale eyelids, mm. dream dimmed eyes, you know, like yeah. that's such a good, <laughs> it's such a good uh, way to put that, you know? And anyway, that's a, that's a poem about, <laughs> about beauty that I've always, I've always really enjoyed, but that's a, that's a good one, man. That, yeah. Man, I, and this is what a good like wrap up. I can't, I, I don't want to go any further because I I truly think you have captured what it means to to slow down in such an elegant way and truthful way and also I can I just really want to have you back on the, the podcast <laughs> later to to continue this more. I don't want you to share all your knowledge and wisdom. No, 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 no. Like well, hopefully, I'll, hopefully I'll learn a thing or two before the next time as well. No. I'll have some new stuff. <laughs> I've actually like asked like I want Cody to be like a mentor because of how and I mean Cody, we haven't even like talked a, t- a ton. Um I know. I know. that's terrible. Yeah, and, but I just I don't know. I love you a lot, man, and I really look up to you and, and how you you live your life and how you just perceive life and even your faith and, and I mean, the you brought me 
closer to 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 God by you know the book you let me borrow from you. Oh yeah, um, that's yeah. Great. I mean it. It's just there. There's just so much goodness and beauty flowing from you because of what you put into yourself, and I think that's an important takeaway too. Is you know what you put in, and you're you're going to spit out a form of it, and so make sure you guard your heart in that way and your mind that you're only taking in uh, goodness as much as you possibly can. And a good reminder for myself, you know, of, Hey, maybe when I'm feeling junked up, that's, there's a reason cause I'm putting junk in me. So this um, is true. Yeah. yeah through my is, eyes and true. through my mind and everything like that. But um, I really appreciate you coming on and sharing your heart. Um, where, where can, where can everyone find you at? Yeah, so you can uh, you can hit me up on Instagram at Poetry Piper. Uh, that's all one word. You know it. How, you know how to do it on Instagram. All your people are Instagram folks. So yeah. at Poetry, I think I say that on my podcast at Poetry Piper. All one word. I don't know, <laughs> uh, but at, at Poetry Piper on Instagram, uh, and then you know uh, wherever wherever you get your podcast is where I'm at uh, the Poetry Piper podcast. Yes. Yeah, love to uh, love to have uh, anyone and anyone who would love to uh, to take a take a listen at some poetry and things and and uh, yeah, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have Ryan back on too. So oh. y'all uh, keep your keep your ears open for that. Uh, he he uh, he hasn't officially committed to it yet, but he's he's gonna come back on. Soon. Oh, um, <laughs> official right now. I will. Okay. <laughs> I would be honored. I'd love to. No, everybody. Like I said, go check out Cody's podcast and slow down. Um, it's a great, it's a great starting place to do that. If you don't know how to slow down or you don't know what you should listen to or do go listen to the poetry Piper podcast. And, um, even if you're not into pipes or anything like that, go like, you don't have to be, it's, it's, no, you don't, you really don't. And also next time you're on, I want you to talk about pipes because obviously health guy over here and I own two pipes now and, it is, it, I don't smoke every day or anything like that, but I do. It's just such a reminder, almost like a symbol itself to, Hey, it's time to, mm-hmm. time to slow down a little bit. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it, man. it. And that is it. <laughs> that concludes episode three of the walk through the wilderness podcast and our conversation with Cody Kaufman. I really hope you took home some amazing things like I did. And if anything, guys, slow down. This life is going to pass us by so quickly. And so if we could do anything that Cody said, read a poem, smoke a pipe, take your time. Really enjoy the beautiful things around you. Please check out his podcast. I said it a ton of times, but I truly mean it. The Poetry Piper podcast. It's an incredible weekly podcast and Cody does a great job and the guests he have on are so intelligent and thoughtful and I have learned so much and I've really learned to or I'm trying to slow down look out for the walk through the wilderness podcast every Friday and I promise you guys we are going to keep working on that audio but I appreciate you and I will see you soon later <laughs>